Welcome back, everyone. We've got a lot of news to get through, but I'm going to start with a video that's making the rounds in Russia. Of course, on state media, thank you for the email from, uh, I believe it was Dmitry, who informed me that 8 o'clock Moscow time, the following clip was played on uh, Pervi Canal, I think it was, one of the big state media ones. Let's have a watch. My parents died for this flag. It's actually quite hard to watch. Um, we haven't seen, I don't know, that any harm came to Diadushka and Babushka. But the best Russian propaganda is being made in Ukraine by Ukrainians. Obviously, as we saw, Diadushka mistook. He understood his mistake. You could see it in his face. You could hear it in his voice. Babushka obviously didn't. And here's the the West claiming that, you know, Ukrainians are not greeting, they're not coming out to Russian troops. But at least one couple did. And they were videoed, not just videoed, but then that video was broadcast. And the Ukrainian soldier standing on the Soviet flag. Now, the Soviets uh, were far from angels. But... For all their many digressions, without them, World War II would not have been won. And as she said, my parents died for that flag. And in many ways, I think this wasn't physical harm, that psychological harm. Can you imagine the effect that's just had on the Russian people? Oh, it was staged. 
<laughs> I haven't got time for you apologists. Look at what is happening and imagine the effect. Can you imagine that if that was your, not even your country's flag, your parents' country's flag. Remember, the Soviet Union doesn't exist anymore. Fascists and Nazis are hated in Russia. For all the Nazi apologists that type in the comments, er, but there's Nazis in Russia. Yes, maybe there are, but they aren't in the military. They haven't been adopted by the state. They haven't been supported and funded by the US. They aren't committing atrocities in the same way as the Azov Battalion. Let me communicate to you clearly and perfectly. Russia hates fascists, hates Nazis. And you can level that claim right back at them all you like. But the people that defeated the Nazis in World War II, the people who suffered the most, who who sacrificed the most for Europe's freedom, obviously, and their own. They, they didn't do it just for charity. Of course, they were attacked. But Europe seems to have forgotten. Russia hasn't. These people are still alive. These people that remember that sacrificed firsthand and have that desecrated by a Ukrainian as well. Can you imagine what that's done to the, the Russian people? Unbelievable. And once more, let me show you another example of brilliant... Russian propaganda, not made in Russia. Honorable Deli, a faculty to replicate. Thanks, colleague. I would love, colleague Jambaski, to tell me any circumstance in which NATO has played a productive role or delivered peace anywhere. History has. Watch this guy's reaction. Do not end military conflicts, they do not bring peace. They make the people suffer, not the oligarchs, the people, the people of Russia, the people of Europe. And they're not going to help save lives because the more arms you pump into Ukraine, the more the war will be prolonged, the more Ukrainians can, will die. And it might sound radical, colleagues, but the answer to war is not more war, it's peace. And peace isn't delivered by the barrel of a gun, it's delivered by diplomacy, by dialogue. You can wish away your continent's history, but we share a continent with Russia. We will sit down with Russia. There will be a negotiated peace, and this organization should be promoting it earlier rather than delaying it and making sure that more Ukrainians die. Your feigning of sympathy rings hollow. It makes me sick, to be honest with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'm afraid, Mrs. Daly, we've given you the opportunity to reply. So let us try... Very wise man. Very wise man always walk away from an angry Irish woman. Okay, in seriousness, I have participated in the past in that English-Irish banter where I have made Irish jokes. I am ashamed of myself right now. That is the most sense I have heard from the West and the EU, and it's come from an Irish woman, Cath uh, Cath Daly, uh, Irish MEP. Uh, I I can't I can't believe that. That's the most sense. Obviously, all all countries have this thing: France, Belgium. To have an Irish woman speak so much truth and sense, and to see the reaction of the warmongers, those who would happily fight to the last Ukrainian. Walk away like that, brush her off. Incredible. This this clip's going around Russia, and it speaks volumes. It's so powerful, isn't it? But it wasn't made by the Russians. It's not Russian propaganda, but of course it's adopted, of course, by uh, the Irish propaganda outlets, as you would call them.
Uh, talking of propaganda, I have no idea if this is true, but uh, this is circulating as well. I don't know if it's verified. It's not apparently come from the Russian um, Defense Ministry. It's at southfront.org. The reason I show it is TikTok. What's in Avasta? Azov style. What's in that steelworks? We're about to find out. So let's move on to some news today because the US dollar is going to take a bit of a hit. Russia coal and oil paid for in yuan starts heading to China. This is from Bloomberg for all you people who are allergic to Russia today. But the same news is, of course, now circulating Russian channels. The EU Parliament passes a symbolic vote to ban Russia energy imports. The European Parliament on Thursday passed a symbolic vote demanding a total ban on all Russian energy imports into the EU as member states closed in on narrower sanctions against Russian coal. Although the motion is non-binding, Roberta Metzola called it a very important moment that sent the strongest messages to Ukraine on the degree of EU, what, symbolic support? EU support. Several EU states wanted to go further by also banning Russian oil, but others whose economies are highly dependent on Russia energy supplies, Germany among them, resisted. In 2021, Russia supplied 45% of the EU's coal imports, 25% of its oil imports, and around 45% of its gas imports. Hydrocarbons are Russia's most important exports, and the EU is its biggest customer for them. EU purchases of Russian fossil fuels have filled Moscow's coffers by 35 billion euros, 52 billion dollars, since February 24th. That amount eclipsed the 1 billion euros the EU has set aside for arms deliveries to Ukraine, he said. Now let's focus in on that oil. 25% of its oil. Um, well, I guess we know where they're going to get their oil from next. It'll be <laughs> Biden. US ramps up oil imports from Russia, pursues own interests at expense of European allies amid Ukraine crisis. Published the 4th of April, uh, time of recording is the 8th of April. This has been a few days, uh, but I've seen it whispered around in comments on YouTube, in some YouTube videos such as the Duran, who have mentioned this, and the only article that I could find was in fact a Chinese one. Of course it was. And of course everyone say, but that's propaganda, because it's China. Well, I'd have featured a Western article if I could find one. In a contrasting move to its pressuring of European allies to not buy Russian oil against the backdrop of the ongoing Ukraine crisis, the US increased crude oil supplies from Russia by 43% or 100,000 barrels per day over the past week, Russian Security Council Deputy Secretary Mikhail Popov told Russian media on Sunday. The critics pointing out that the US pursues its own interests at the cost of its European allies. Moreover, Washington allowed its companies to export mineral fertilizers from Russia, recognizes their, recognizing them as essential goods. Oh, that's, that's a lie, isn't it, Popov? Oh, surely that's just Russian propaganda. Mm, no, it's not. Uh, we covered this video, didn't we? Very quiet, very hush-hush, no mention in the Western media. But it's just Russian lies, isn't it? Let's, let's move on. Today... And again, I can't find this in Western articles, but the Russian central bank has cut the key rate to 17% from 
Russian central bank sharply cut its key rate to 17% today and said it holds open the prospect of further cuts at upcoming meetings. But I, I thought the ruble was now rubble. I thought Biden had killed it. Now trading at 78.5, according to Yahoo Finance. Let's just give it a quick refresh, just to make sure we've got the latest. There we go. And yes, I have... I have oh, yeah, 78.5. I have zoomed in a bit for you old folks who couldn't see, on certainly on mobile devices, so I hope it's clearer for you. Uh, the euro now trading at 86.1. And the GBP uh, apparently is slightly recovered, but still at 103 as it was yesterday. So there we are, far from defeated, uh, the Russian economy that is. And uh, with ever-increasing propaganda coming out from Ukraine by Ukrainians that only serve to support Russia. What a crazy world we live in as the US buys more Russian oil, probably only to sell it back to the EU. Um, that's, I'm, I'm staggered. I'm ashamed of my homeland right now. I'm proud of Ireland, uh, especially Cathy, uh, Daly there, the MEP. I'm sickened by the disrespect to the people that defeated the Nazis in the second world war to whom we all owe, uh, certainly in Europe and certainly in the UK, we owe our freedoms. I'm disgusted uh, that the Nazis that we see today are being held as heroes. And I'll continue trying to bring you as much of the alternative narrative, let's say. The alternative evidence to the official narrative. I'm not going to say truth. I don't know this is all truth. But I'll still try and allow you to form your own opinions. I would like to recommend Graham Phillips, Patrick Lancaster, and the Duran, as many of you have done in the comments. Otherwise, I will see you in the next one. Bye-bye.